Excuse me. Are we that's boring you, Gene? I'm just kind of a little bored. to unrelenting number 58 january 27 2023 i am darren o'neill he is sergi neftuliev of the montreal neftuliev's and montreal what, what are you right i mean we're moving you from minneapolis to montreal. i guess we're sending huh. you over a border it was the safest border we could think of hmm. what is going on this morning we hear there is breaking news and what and <laughs> whatever you were doing where you were forgetting oh, that you had a really show breaking going news. on. It's like the fourth or fifth day of it, but it's the whole Eliza Blue. Who the, is Eliza the, Blue? The, the slow motion uh, deconstruction happening. So Eliza Blue, uh, up until a week ago, uh, was making the rounds on a lot of the YouTube talk shows as a trafficking advocate. She claims the responsibility for getting trafficking off of YouTube. Uh, she's a friend of Elon Musk's apparently. And she's this like, uh, how do I describe her? She's a, a 40 year old chick that has an Annie Lennox haircut. And not uh, a good with, haircut with blue dyed hair. Okay. Not attractive at all then. No, for, but, but, um, you know, her whole story is sort of not clear, but she claims that she was trafficked when she was younger and that uh, she's been working and advocating for people involved in sex trafficking for, I don't know, 10 years, whatever. But I, I definitely got a weird vibe from her, like something's not quite right there. And it's very typical for a lot of these folks to not want to talk about any details. Like, yeah, oh, I was traffic. I can't really talk about it. Right. Because this is how when the details come out, that's when you get caught telling a yarn. Mm-hmm. That's usually the way it is. Because people, and even if they think they're really good liars, it's hard to remember the stories you've told. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And... um uh, there's she has a, a guy, very USA soccer vibe, says NetNet. So like a Megan Rapinoe soccer. kind of thing. Uh, oh, the short hair USA doesn't work. I mean, really, and it doesn't work on most women. She, well, look it up. Just type in Liza Blue. No. She's very popular in the internet right now. So you'll get photos right away. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, so uh, there's a guy on, on Twitter that there's a guy did a whole on series. Yeah. That did a whole series of posts. Uh, kind of disproving her past, if it were, and finding all kinds of images and videos and whatnot on the internet about her, basically showing that she was an opportunist uh, cam girl and um, uh, was kind of a stalker for a couple of bands. Ooh, nice. And all kinds of other things. I mean, none of this has any real importance at all. It's just, it's, it's internet drama. But what happened is that it seemed like several people that I watched ended up getting banned off Twitter uh, by talking about her. Ah, for calling her out on the crap. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Well, this is what goes on in the world now is that yeah. if you tell the truth, y'all going to get banned. Yeah, you will get banned. And uh, Brittany Venti, who I've posted on No Agenda Social a few times, um, who is a really interesting, fun troll. Um, she's done some really fun trolly stuff. Uh, she was the first one that kind of of the bigger YouTubers that picked up on this from Twitter uh, and then posted a link or a photo, I guess, from a video this this chick was in and then got banned. And then Jeremy from The Quartering, who everybody I think probably knows, um, he ended up sort of in support of Britney saying, why did Britney get banned for this? And then he got banned off Twitter. And of course, now there's this whole conspiracy theory about how she's fucking Elon Musk right now. And uh, that's why, like, anybody that doesn't like her just gets an automatic ban from Twitter. And there's all kinds of drama stuff happening. Well, the, the original guy that sprang this story that kind of put the Twitter thread together is somebody I know. So I actually had him on Sir Gene Speaks yesterday. Oh, and so you're going to get canceled now from everything. And is there anything I'm on? <laughs> I don't know. Let me hit disconnect now. We'll do, we'll just uh -huh. take you right off uh -huh. of this show. Yeah. You can exactly. be live deep platformed right here. Right so now. that episode's already up. Uh, I posted already. So if you want to hear the latest Sergene speaks, I don't interviewing Defango. I don't. Um, yeah, you know, it's internet. Nice if my co-hosts were at least a little supportive, okay, but I, mean, I think I suggest everybody else go listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to your shit. I know I want to break some news here. People on the internet lie. Uh you know, that's not a proven fact. Why why is that still a surprise to people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Well, she's not on the I mean, it's one thing to just post shit and lie, right? But it's another thing to go on multiple shows. Oh yeah. Including but Tim Cast, including uh Hey, well, if you I mean, could climb a lot that of major ladder. shows. That's it. If you climb the ladder, you get yeah. the audience. But we've had mm -hmm. how many stories of I mean, it seems like there were, have been a bunch of white people who were claiming to be black over the last few years. One that mm -hmm. Rachel Dozel, right, would running yeah. at yeah. something with like the NC or NAACP yeah. or something. NAACP chapter out in uh, Washington State, yeah. you know, claiming to be something that they're not. And it's yeah, that was. 15 years ago, but yeah. But people have claimed, I mean, this goes even further back when I was working. Pocahontas. Doing, well, there's the Pocahontas, but it goes down the mm -hmm. line to, there was internet drama 20 yeah. years, whatever it was ago when I was running the fan club for the country artist and somebody on the message board was. claimed that they had cancer and then that they had died. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm like watching the IP address that was like, oh, this was our friend. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I, I put it together that it was the same person. It's mm -hmm. like people are sick, man. They go out there and they want to play the part. They want either sympathy and attention, which is, I think probably sounds a lot like this woman wants a lot of attention going out there. And she maybe seems like she's generally been a little psycho ish. I mean, so it's not play... a medical diagnosis. We don't do that here, but <laughs> right. uh, there is the tendencies that can be observed by anyone uh, that are a little off or a lot off. <laughs> yes. Say. But what is a lot off now? Because now but she's you're from your neck of the woods. She's a Chicago win. Well, then they're definitely off. There's a lot of people off mm -hmm. in this area. Mm -hmm. My wife works at the village hall here now. I think I mentioned mm. that. Yeah. She's like, first thing the other day, there's a phone call from a woman that's like, 
how can you how can you let Walgreens and and CVS keep doing business now that they're abortion centers? Mm-hmm. It's like what? Because because they have a pharmacy, I guess, and they're providing right whatever drugs. It's like well, but then that would be all pharmacies, right? I mean, there are other yeah. pharmacies in town. Well, but, but people are weird. I don't think there's any any. I mean, maybe there are, but I don't believe there's any state laws against uh, morning after pills. No, which is exactly the response this woman got was they are operating under the law of the land. And mm-hmm. that's why they're still allowed to do business here. But people are whack. Oh, I just got a breaking news alert. Another Lucky Charms unveils new Ukrainian flag marshmallows in their <laughs> cereal. You see, there's been a lot of this stuff floating around and most of it is lies, but that sounds like it could be true. I would say most of it is true, but it sounds like it could be lies. Yes. It's a very weird world we live in. Mm-hmm. And now I don't like getting text messages on my watch. I don't. Oh, like I that. do. That's where that's one just came up. When I, when I just read right on my watch. It's I'm watching you. So I saw that and I'm like uh-huh. making a comment uh-huh. about that. Yeah. In about particular. the watch that just my watch just popped up a message. Exactly. It's very distracting. Exactly. Um, you wonder why people today have no attention span. Although we kept a pretty uh, big audience. Our show ran after no agenda yesterday on the mighty no agenda stream. Yeah. Kind of like we tried to do it once live and then get insta banned. <laughs> we, yes, we've been insta banned and uh, it's sad. I mean, it's, it was an open slot. I don't understand what the problem was, but apparently the powers that be didn't like it. We kept 160, like 170 until mm. the very end of the show, which is hard because we bloviate. So it's a two hour show. Well, you bloviate. I just talk. No, you bloviate. Trust me. I've heard Sergene speaks. They're longer <laughs> than my shows. So uh, even though you talk slower, you, I do. Uh, you go but on also, longer. I let the guests talk way more than me on that show. Well, what about when you don't have any guests? Those are rare. Those have, I obviously when I don't have a guest and I'm talking, then it's just me. But those are come out maybe once every month, month and a half. There was a thing I saw the other day, like the fastest and slowest talking portions of the United States, and like the slowest talking town was Peoria, Illinois, hmm. which uh, White Sox, Cleveland Indians legend Jim Tomei. I mean, just a mountain man of a guy. But I've always thought he talked very slow and deliberate. Now I understand why. Because if you're from Peoria, you speak slowly. And it was the fastest uh, Ben's house. It could have been. Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is where the fastest talking uh, started. It emanates from there and it just slows down mm-hmm. as you get further away from Shapiro's yeah. house. Yeah. Which I think is in L.A., I believe. Where is he originally from? I don't have no LA. idea. He's an L.A. boy. That would make sense. But all this yeah. drama stuff and all of this where there's fringe people pretending to be something else. It's like, why is anybody surprised and why do they care? Uh-huh. I, it, it's, I think it's an escapism from reality, which is much worse, which is we're about to get nuked. Are we? I think so. Wait, can't I buy something on Amazon yet to protect me from the angry Russian prepper site? <laughs> is that up yet i mean it's been a long time we're in it 2023 been a long time i probably should actually post a link to that yeah we we got our first product up there like i said this product's really to test the company's manufacturing capabilities 
Uh, and I think they're pretty good. We're in um, so I should Howard probably sales. give a link to people. Yes. Yeah. So how how do you want me to just send you a link and then you can stick it into we the link it into in the show? Not sure. And what Great. I don't Let's think do you ever that. told anybody exactly what the product is. So it's yeah, I can do that. Uh, it is a mylar poncho. Ooh, a poncho is your face on it. That would be awesome. Uh, that would be awesome. But no, that costs extra. Well, so, yeah. There is no face on the poncho. I just ordered a uh, bunch of posters from Costco because today's the last a, day that they're. Oh, that's they're, right. They're changing service. Yeah. Who do they sell it to? Shutterfly. Shutterfly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been buying everybody. Which how you know Shutterfly is a total scam mm-hmm. is that now if you're a Costco member, you get 51% mm-hmm. off on every order on Shutterfly. Mm, that's a pretty good discount. Yeah, it is. It, which also yeah. tells you they've uploaded the uh, price. Nicely mm-hmm. before giving you the discount. Yeah. But it's been exactly. years since I had ordered posters from them and I wanted some new ones. And I'm like, well, what mm. should I make? And I'm like, well, of course, a bunch of Taylor Swift posters. And then we'll see if they actually of make course. them or not. Yeah, that could be a copyrighted material. You're not allowed to you like. Well, I had to click that I own the copyright. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, that's not true. No, it is. Not really. <laughs> it is once I clicked it. Uh huh. I mean, it's up to them to figure it out. I mean, I had one of those companies that makes uh, canvases uh, refuse to print a couple of my photos of your own artwork that I shot. Yes. Yeah. They, they happen to be nudes, but so what? Well, now was it on the basis that they didn't do erotica or is it because uh-huh, they thought it was uh-huh. somebody else's no, work? No, it's on the basis they didn't do erotica, which is bullshit because they previously had printed nudes. Those bastards. So they just decided selectively not to print a few, which motivated me to say, well, fuck them. And then I found a local place here in Austin that did the same kind of printing for more money. Of course. Used them for a little while, spent a thousand bucks on prints and then said, well, fuck this shit. And I went and bought my own printer. Oh, do you have a large format printer? I used to. Oh, um, how hard are I, they to upkeep? I hear they're a bitch. And although I'm sure technology has gotten better. So it's, it's, it's like a lot of, commercial products they're not at all hard to upkeep if you're using them every day right but if you go to them like and use them once every six months yeah then you're fucked because the you know how you need to occasionally swap out cartridges on the smaller size right inkjets because they get clogged if you don't use them right well these these car the uh the print heads themselves and there's uh two print heads that each do six or no four colors each it's an eight color printer uh each print head is like 650 bucks damn uh the ink cartridges are 130 bucks if times eight uh so the printer itself was five grand so in the grand scheme of things it was not that much more expensive than what i was spending to print stuff and i was selling the art so it's not like i wasn't making money on it Right. So if you're going and turning so it around, you need it. I, I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it. And then I got into, and this was a great company I had no problems with. There's a company that sells um, pre-cut framing kits. And I ended up doing the whole packages. So I would shoot the photos, print them on canvas, frame them, and then sell them. Nice. Yeah, it was actually enjoyable. I, I don't... Like framing to me was not hard work. It was pretty straightforward stuff. And it, it kind of every each each one you did, you improved a little bit. 
Yes. Well, it's not hard, but no, no, it doesn't take a genius to frame. And the hardest thing is getting the glass to the right size for any custom size. You know, oh, that's, this is why canvas, you don't do glass. Exactly. Yeah. They're all, um, what was the phrase? They're uh, museum prints or, or something like that. Basically it's where you wrap the canvas around the frame. Nice. So it's, um, you don't see the frame at all. The frame is behind the canvas. So that's why I figured we'll see. This is our last day. Figured I'd order a bunch of crap. Yeah, might as well. And that we could have get one of Eliza Blue. Well, right. I don't think I would want that. Although if we made them of us, if we made posts, we should have made posters of us and then we could like sell them as uh, targets for the rain. Well, that would be a hilarious thing to do, actually. Uh huh. Although I don't think we need like $10 luster prints for that. We could probably probably not. We could probably Probably get a little cheaper. And I don't I know. know if it's any cheaper to do in a decent size. I mean, that's the thing is it depends on the size because the, the price does not scale linearly with the size. True. True. That's uh, it. The, the paper, by the way, for that printer, I think I covered the ink. Covered oh yeah. The, the big itself. rolls, baby. The, the paper was $150 a roll. But that was, uh, that'll ish, do a few ish. posters. You know, it's not. Oh yeah. yeah. So the, it was uh, 48 inches wide. No, 36. It was 36 inches wide. Uh, so the, I would typically either print 36 by 24s right, which or is 36 poster. by 48s. Ooh, nice. Um, so you, there was a version of that printer that was 48 inches, but the extra foot in width, uh, added like 3000 bucks to the custom printer. Oh yeah. Which is why I'm sure Costco is always maxed out at 20 by 30 prints. Cause they only go yeah. 20 wide. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever the narrower side, or or they do have a forty printer, and they always do two prints at a time. That could work too. That could be the case. Um, but I mean, this was the commercial one, the same exact one that print shops would use if you bring your stuff to a print shop. Uh, quality was excellent, and on paper it was even better. I just, I just didn't want to deal with paper because paper is a lot more finicky. There's a lot more stuff that can go wrong on a print because of the textured surface of canvas. Yeah. A little more forgiving and the special coatings they've got that kind of absorbs the ink and keeps it, you know, inside there. Uh, So it's not on top of the paper. It's like bleeding into the canvas. It was just easier to work with. And it was a little more unusual because there's a lot fewer places that, that sell canvas prints than regular uh, paper prints. The more you know. And this yeah. all came from talking about putting your face on a poncho. Yeah, yeah. So the poncho, so those are available. We'll have the link to it. Um, I just lowered the price on them too. Wow. I want to move them fast. So you, there you go. For waiting, move. waiting and not, uh, not, you know, getting them right away. Because I, I put them up about a month ago. Um, but they're moving kind of slow. So I'm like, okay, well, we did this to test the company. I don't need to make really any money on them i just need to get my money back so i just dropped the price on them are they selling so, slow well, because you haven't told anybody they exist yet i mean that could be but <laughs> uh see this is the problem is um let me talk to your marketing department let, let me just I, that's exactly who i was gonna blame <laughs> it on i'm like dude i have a partner in this business he is literally a marketing guy so i've kind of done my job i wrote the check to get these done and uh, kind of up to him to do the marketing. But it, I mean, look, it wouldn't hurt for people that listen to this to get one. 
So let me describe, I'm doing a horrible job of selling these things. Yeah, we're, we're let me describe the, the not, reason for these. I the reason to buy it I know, right? The reason to buy these <laughs> isn't just to help Gene. Uh, but it's mainly, to be fair, it's, it's mainly it's to useful. help Gene. It, 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 well, kind of. But uh, here, I think everybody should have one of these in their glove box. Because what it is, it's, I don't know about you, but like I've had a thermal blanket in my car's spare tire well uh, pretty much my whole life in every car I've ever had because it's, you know, it's part of the first aid slash emergency kit you should have. The problem with thermal blankets is because they're so damn thin and uh, small format, which is super convenient. uh, They're also very flimsy, which means the slightest wind will move it around, which means from a practical setting. Uh, you have to hold the thing around yourself at all times. You can't just kind of cover yourself up the way you could with a heavy blanket. It'll stay there. The the thin mylar uh, thermal blankets, the solar blankets, they're also called, they will blow away at the slightest wind. So it basically takes up one hand, leaving you just one hand to actually do things if your car broke down or whatever you're using it for. And this is the, the cool aspect of the poncho is it's basically that but it has seams on both sides and it has a hood, which uh, keeps your head warmer. Unlike the, again, thermal blanket generally don't wrap that around your head. So this is like an evolution of the thermal blanket uh, into a poncho, which gives you both your hands to be free. And, um, you know, it's just more useful. It's orange on the outside and shiny silver on the inside facing you. There are a lot of these on Amazon. There are. Yes. Uh, there's a ton of competition, which is also why a lot of companies make these and why it's a good product to test how well a company actually manufactures. Ah, so that this would is make not, sense. This is not an original invention. And I think I talked about it. My, my actual concept for the, uh, the radiation suit. But here, you can now that you know what this is, you can see why this is the product I'm testing it with. Is the radiation suit is going to have a layer that is mylar on it? Oh, yeah. So, so you are uh, now the poncho guy. I guess, yeah. You call me the the poncho salesman. He's going to have a few with them at any meetup. Yeah. He'll have a few in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like a hundred dollar donation gets you on. A hundred? You could probably <laughs> you could probably lower that a little bit. Well, they're sold for a lot less. No, is there? I think the current price I am at is. Um, it's a three pack you get in a little packet. Uh, and I want to say they're at 15 bucks. They bargain at any price. Yeah. And the, the, just like a solar thermal blanket, I will tell you once you unwrap it and put it on, you will never shrink it back down to the same size that it was <laughs> when you get it. Yeah, so but, you know, they're like you condoms. Know. You really don't want to use them more than once. You could totally use them more than once. But you'll never shrink it back down to that same size. Just, just a fair warning. So my, my recommendation for anybody, and this is what I've got in my car, is just I, I chuck the three pack of them into my glove box. That way, whether I have multiple passengers in the car, whether it's just me, there's going to be one on there. And then when I run out of them, I'll just chuck another packet in there. Um, but they're also waterproof. But the main thing is just if you're in, you know, like North, North of where I'm at, where it's 65 degrees here, yeah, which you're not you don't really need death. a thermal blanket. Yes. 
Yeah, but if you're in any northern places, these are super useful for staying warm. You could put them under clothes or over clothes, either or. Um, but even like in the middle of summer, uh, you just put it inside out to have the shiny reflective side on the outside. And they will keep a very substantial amount of sunlight from warming you up. Let's see. Next week on Monday, it's going to be 13 degrees here for a high, so I could use one. Damn. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and order one, man. You'll you'll get it by then. What's the brand name? Which one? I mean, because there's there are like 8,000 of oh, these. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll provide the link, obviously. Um, yeah, there are a bunch of different companies that, that have them on there right now. Uh, so it's Yukon Trading Company is our our company name. Wow, that sounds pretty le- like legit. That's that's like I said, my partner is a marketing dude, so there should be some things that are good about it. It's like it sounds uh, like this company would have been around for like multiple decades. That was literally the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're, so you're starting off with a lie. <laughs> First, well, that hello sales, sales <laughs> marketing. Hello, yes. welcome to the new. Yeah, uh, the there's new no lie. Life. You're just making an assumption. You're lying to yourself. I get it. Yeah, we're just uh, you know. Uh, Nice established out outbacking firm. <laughs> sure, I mean, just yeah. a, you're a couple of guys in the outback. That's and the uh, outback. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're in the Yukon. You know, we trade things. We trade things in the Yukon. Yukon Supply Company. Well, and of course, the honestly, first I would have probably now, this I would have it. forgotten to mention it again if you didn't remind me. Yes. Well, and also like the main image on mm-hmm. Amazon is the package it's like no everybody else is the is the item so you can see what it is uh, yeah i probably need to change that that's a good point yeah any other suggestions i'm <laughs> wide open to it because i've never sold shit on amazon this has been a learning experience for me but i mean uh, where else can you get three ponchos for 1169 uh-huh. free shipping free returns okay do that everybody buy a hundred oh, of these. God. <laughs> re- Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick, man. <laughs> you know how returns work on Amazon? Yeah, you get screwed. Yeah, you get screwed. <laughs> because what happens in the return is Amazon doesn't pay the seller because it was returned. Neither do they provide the item back. Right. But they do then they chuck that money. item into Amazon bundles of returns, which you can buy. You know, usually there's about 20, 30, 50 products in each bundle in there. Yeah, you like buy a pallet. Yeah, you buy, yeah, you buy large uh, boxes that have a bunch of returned items. So if you start returning a bunch of them, that, that's just stealing money. Legally, that's the though. opposite of what I would like. I would like money given that. Oh, stolen. wait, you want to make money on this? I thought you were going to do it. I, I need to break even, dude. I need to break even. And at the price they're at, it's pretty damn close to break even right now. Nice. So I, I had, I, I did like the perfect job of getting these manufactured because uh, my thought was these are going to be quick and dirty. So I want to get them out to Amazon ASAP. So I paid for air shipping for these from China. Yeah. From China. Yeah. These were air shipped to China overnight. So the the COVID-19 on these is fresh. Oh, totally. Get it now. Get your uh, directly from. I mean, I think we need to get some reviews on this. That'd be great. Yes. Good. Good. I forgot about those. That's a good point. Yes. Reviews would be awesome. So 
So instead of making donations to this show or any other shows, uh, just buy, some buy like shows. a pack of these and uh, leave a great review talking about how it fits conveniently into your glove box. Like, I think that would be a hilarious review. Don't talk about what it's useful for. Talk about how it fits perfectly in your glove box. That way I'll know that it was a review of somebody that was listening to the podcast. Yeah. And if you do a video of yourself wearing this, be sure to let us know where that is. Yeah. Or, or a video of you putting it in your glove box. Literally, that's, that's the, the usage video is you take the packet and you put it in your glove box. That would be funny as hell. I like the, funny uh, the stuff. text. Yes. Mm-hmm. Net Ned's like, All what right. is Sir Gene pimping? Go to Amazon. Search for Yukon Supply Emergency Solar Thermal uh-huh. Blanket. It's blaze orange. Is Glenn Beck may come after you for... Uh, yeah and that orange. was that was one of the things that uh i think all our products moving forward are going to be blaze orange we kind of decided that's a good color just do is blaze orange for everything fits over backpack to protect both you and your yeah gear. so this thing get, get so the size of this thing fits not just over me but over me wearing a backpack well, and if it fits over you wearing a backpack it will fit over anybody anybody literally i mean you could put a, a small family underneath this thing Okay, this is also the review I want. That I want like six people. My my small family fits inside yes. of this. Yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's down to eleven bucks. Yeah, so it was fifteen. It's holy shit. I might be losing money now. Eleven okay. sixty nine for a three pack. So if this is That's something you need, definitely a loss. Okay, yeah, go for it. Buy these things and don't return them. I think my cost was uh, like four bucks per unit. So twelve. So I'm losing. Four. I'm losing. <laughs> now who sets the I'm price? Thirty one cents. Is this like an automatic thing? If Amazon's yes. not selling yes, it, it they... absolutely. Wow. Amazon will auto adjust prices. How far on your will they have to keep as low as they want? Really? Yep. Yep. I like that. They will go as low as they want, and the way that they adjust prices is based on the speed of purchases. But clearly, not many people have bought this because they've dropped the price quite a bit. Like down, um, down, down. Yeah, and so if if a few people start buying these, then the price may start going back up. Let me look but yeah, at the your price item I, I said was fifteen bucks, and then um, you know they have like they tell you ahead of time, obviously that uh, they will adjust prices uh, if they feel like it. You know, it doesn't even come up on Camel 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 yet, so I'm assuming that means you haven't sold enough. On what? What's a camel, camel, camel? You've never been to camelcamelcamel.com? No. Uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. It's the best thing you could ever go to if you shop on Amazon. You give it the uh, link okay. to any Amazon product, and it will show mm-hmm. you the price history over, like, the last year plus. Really? Now, that sounds useful. Yes. So, if you want to know huh. if what you're ordering is at the high end or the low end, or it's the best price you've ever seen. Amazon used to just do that. They used to tell you that information years ago. Not anymore. No, they don't anymore, for sure. And no, Ned, you cannot get those in urban camo. It's only blaze orange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are other people selling you in urban camo that you could get. So if you just want to get one, get, you know, get it in whatever color you want. But if you want to get one and support me, or at least only make me lose 31 cents. Right. Every every uh, item you buy loses Gene money. See, this is a sales technique. That's true, yeah. They're right now, CSB just ordered a thousand of them. Mm. Every one I order, that's Russian Dude, apologist losing my money. Drink <laughs> when you said that. Oh, what? my God. It's awesome. I almost there. spilled my drink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
I will show <laughs> Russian bastard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I could end up selling a thousand of these. So there, there's um, three thousand for sale. Uh, that was the order. So there, there's probably like two thousand nine hundred left. I but, can get uh, free delivery on Sunday. So within forty eight hours, I can get delivery. That means it's warehouse not far from you. Yeah. But we've yeah. got a lot of them here. Yeah. 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 But it's, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were, they were four bucks a piece. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully I won't lose too much. See, that's always the best venture you can get into. I mean, again, it's, I wasn't really optimizing to make money on this. I was testing the manufacturer. It is not to say I want to lose money survival. I do like the, I will say I like the company logo. Yeah. Cool. The box design, uh, was, um, uh, not an easy thing. I mean, we hired somebody to do it. You need, but it to looks, hire it looks like a that. real box, you know? Well, is it actually a box? I mean, cause I don't yeah. know how it yeah. wouldn't be. No, it comes with a box, but it's it's a wait, wait, uh, all of this and a box. Well, you bury in the yeah, lead, you get yeah. the box too. You get the box too. So I I think the box was a mistake, to be honest, because yeah, you the box just had like an envelope kinda. is needed for retail sales, right? So this right. is basically ready for retail. Don't really need a box on Amazon because, as you say, the first picture is a box, and it's like, why the fuck am I looking at a box? I don't care what the box looks like. Um, so yeah, it's, um, probably could have skipped the box, just put it in a plastic bag or something. And then, uh, you know, saved like 50 cents or something. So if you're looking for the ultimate Valentine's day gift for your lover, then don't buy this. (laughs) But (laughs) if you, if you get a spare 1169, uh, you want to support me not losing too much money, but you want to make me lose a little bit, then by all means, buy this thing. Yeah. If you want to uh, have Gene lose a little money, the troll room wants the link. I'll give him the mm-hmm. link here. Yeah. Give him the link. You got it. This is probably way too long of a link, but that'll work. I love that. They put it on 1169. 69, dude. Uh huh. It is 100% Mylar. High visibility, yep. safety orange. For emergency situations to make a rescue easier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not written by a Chinese person at all. No. Uh-uh. No, I just like that it protects my gear. It does. That I mean, the fact that this is really big and, you know, I'm not a skinny guy. Y'all know that. And that it's big enough literally for me to put it on while I'm wearing a backpack. Dug it up wants to know if there's a non Bezos option. Yes, you have to be in Austin and find Gene. He will have them in his pocket. <laughs> um, if there's a non Bezos option, I mean, I don't want to get in the habit of this. I could probably send you one, but uh, the problem is, me shipping costs way more than Amazon shipping. So yeah, because Amazon's got people. They're just they, gonna throw it in a yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. They're they're they kind of you can't compete with it. Even the shipping this to Amazon. So eat a box of uh, how many of these? I think it's a box of like 80 um, of these that are, they come in to ship to Amazon. 
uh, that costs me um, 15 bucks to ship it to Amazon using Amazon. <laughs> right? So that's how much Amazon charges me to ship them the product. Well, they're nice. If I shipped it myself, FedEx would charge me 65 bucks. Or UPS FedEx. They're both in the same price range. It'd be about 65 bucks. So it's literally $50 cheaper to use Amazon's own people than to ship it. Because a, a box of, of like 60 of these is 50 pounds. And it's interesting that they then take this product that you provide to one location and they just send them all mm-hmm. around to all of their warehouses. So boom. Yeah. Now it, they only do that for a little while because if these actually start selling a decent quantities, then they will tell me that I need to ship each box to a separate warehouse. That would make sense. But it's my question is for these their, folks that, yeah. cause yours obviously ships from Amazon for all yeah. of these companies that ship direct, what kind of a nightmare is that? So I have a, my, a buddy that, well, a guy company that I used to invest in, um, uh, that I helped found, I guess, technically that makes wallets that are sold on Amazon. Uh, he got, after a couple of years of shipping his product to Amazon, he got, uh, set up as a direct shipper. And what happened was, uh, he had to have, uh, the Amazon approved equipment basically to create labels and he had to show to like, they actually sent a human being over to look at it, uh, to show a, um, that he had everything necessary to package these properly. And oh, so they actually check up on how well you're going to ship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a random thing or they do it for everybody. But you can sign up as a self-shipper, but you have to jump through their extra hoops uh, to qualify to do that. Um, it, it makes sense for larger operations where you have an actual warehouse yourself. Um, and then you're still using like, um, uh, you know, you're, you're getting pretty good deals on the shipping. But if you're doing what I'm doing, which is just trying to do as little as possible yourself. Yes then uh just shipping over to amazon makes sense so amazon takes um actually i'm losing a lot more than 31 cents because amazon will take about 33 percent of this and so, i just placed my order man i'm getting them on sunday good good deal i'll do a review all right perfect you are you i think you've done a couple you might yeah. uh, know how to do reviews on amazon maybe it may be the most entertaining video review amazon will ever see i think it i'm looking forward to seeing it that's that's gonna be fun fun i am not related to this company yukon supply company at all you're not they are very good sellers of this particular product Uh uh-huh and i look Uh good in orange yeah and if you can do a a computerized voice instead of your own voice that'd be even better even better uh-huh. Get a little AI. So maybe well, I can borrow one of your yeah. like Descript things and it can just. Uh, That's right. That's right. You know, there's a, uh, there's a bunch of services, both from, I think Microsoft has their Cortana available and Google's got their voices that are very good. And this is what you always hear on these sort of what I refer to as Chinese videos. I don't know if they're right. actually Chinese or Indian or whatever, but there's somebody that don't speak English or don't yeah, want to talk. Somebody that does not speak English and, or at least, 
they have a very thick accent in English. They don't want to talk. And the videos are generally made up of uh, stock video and stock images. And there might be a video on Elon Musk's a new success. And then you click on it thinking it's something interesting. And it's basically a bunch of videos and shots of Musk at various locations with no sound of Musk talking, just right. the video portion. And then you have what I know is a computer generated voice, but it sounds really good. It's just, I, I've heard enough of these things to know what a computer generated voice is. Uh, it's, it's not even that it's mispronouncing things. It's just the style of video. And, uh, I swear to God, they must offer classes like in China or India on how you can make money off YouTube and you do by I'm doing sure. a video a day. Yeah. Pimp this stuff out. Uh-huh. It's you all. You don't have to have anything. You can find all these videos, uh, all the photos, just pull them off Google, pull them off YouTube, and then just edit them into something and then stick the computer generated voice on there. And even if you're making 25 cents a video, it's more than we're making. You know, it's, it is more than we're making. Damn net, straight. I'm fucking losing money on these damn blankets. Uh huh. NetNet says part of the uh, review should be the owner is not carrying water for Putin at all. No, it's better. I, this <laughs> is the, that gave me an idea, though. It's like, this is a great poncho. If I ever need to carry water for the, a Russian dictator, oh, then Jesus I would definitely Christ. wear this uh-huh. to carry that water. Because if it's splashed, not going to get wet. Not going to get wet. Now, these are waterproof as well as thermal. That is, and they're high visibility in case you go hunting. Because <laughs> so I that's often the other, go hunting. The other bit is, well, you live in Chicago. Ah, yeah, different kind of hunting, hunting, yeah. No, we're hunting uh, here in Chicago. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, and that's another benefit of the Blaze Orange. Not just for like your car gets stuck in the middle of a snowstorm and you want to be visible, which is useful. But also, if you are going hunting, putting one of these uh, in your backpack would also be useful in case the weather starts getting inclement. Always be prepared. Mm-hmm. For all of your needs, go to the Yukon Supply Company. That's right. On Amazon. Yo, well, <laughs> if you want Gene to lose money with every sale. Pretty much. Oh, well. But it was a proof of concept. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even so much proof of concept as a test of the business. So uh, once the, the full design is done of the actual radiation suit, then we'll be getting that manufactured. Probably, I don't even, I, I hesitate to give a timeline given how long I've taken on these damn things. Will but your sometime picture this be year, on the radiation Sometimes suit. this year, preferably before the nukes fly. Maybe. Well, see, otherwise they're less useful. I know it, it, it would be my luck to get a shipment coming into Amazon just as we get nuked. Will your picture be on the radiation suits and will you include like some, uh, do you think there's a benefit or- to having my picture on the radio? Cause it's going to cost me money. I mean, I'll do it if you think it's a benefit. I think it's a selling point that way people know mm-hmm. that the quality is in the item. The quality is in the item. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, why yeah, do you think yeah, people I'll- buy polo shirts with the little I mean- horse and, yeah, well, we were going to have the Yukon logo on the radiation suits, but I guess if you think my face would be better than the logo, then I could do that. I mean, does Yukon scream radiation? No, but your face kind of screams radiation. <sighs> I don't know about that. Um, yeah. All right. Are we done with the ad break? Was that, do I have to charge you for this then? Uh, well, no, you're going to give me money because I'm losing money in every order. This was just entertaining people and 
Uh, explaining how the Amazon system works for anybody that wants to get yeah. involved in this. You've scared them off. I think by this, point. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Amazon is not where you make money by selling products. Amazon is where you can build a name for a company by selling products, but you definitely will not make And And I've worked with multiple Amazon sellers consulting them. Um, cause I'm an expert and, uh, it's the same story for pretty much everybody. Uh, the the only way you make money is when you have a unique product that literally nobody else has. Right. And that typically will last between one and three months before guaranteed it's knocked off. And for the super successful products, like somebody starts selling something and they sell a million of them in the first month uh, or a million dollars worth in the first month. Yeah. Like the, uh, those little sponges that look like the sun. There you go. Amazon will just knock them off themselves and right. start selling it directly. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Oh yeah. I mean, there's Amazon, that. everything I, and there's so much of this stuff and you know, I have no company or brand loyalty to things. I mean, it's ev- everything from the like Swiffer type mops. My mom needed those. And she's like, can you mm-hmm. order some of those? I'm like, Oh wait, there's an Amazon brand. That's like half the price. And mm-hmm. we have yet to try one of the Amazon brands of whatever and go, wow, mm-hmm. this is crap. They're actually making good stuff that competes with the name brands it's not bad i just bought a uh like a doggy water bowl for my snake on amazon and it's an amazon brand thing they make decent stuff i mean you could hate on them for a whole bunch of reasons but it's the same kind of a concept that we have in the digital world with google it's like there's a monopoly there's no question yeah yeah it's it's no different than going to a grocery store and buying the grocery store branded product which they want you to do i mean we shop a lot at meyer mm-hmm. and their brands are actually really good most of the time again there's yeah. exceptions but why would yeah, you buy their brand if it's a third of yeah. the price totally no i shop at heb and that's uh same thing i like a lot of the heb branded products are actually super good they're not they're no worse and sometimes better than the uh the big national brands things are changing in the way people buy and i guess amazon's not really a monopoly because there is still walmart yeah i mean it's funny because i don't really order at walmart unless i'm physically next to a walmart store and i want to pop in and get something quick but uh walmart technically is still bigger than amazon it's close but yeah i think they were still last year or if not Mm -hmm. it was the first year that it was uh, overtaken. No, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they weren't overtaken. Let me, I'll, I'll do a quick check while we're chatting. Well, and I know Sam's Club, which is their version of Costco, which has been around longer, mm-hmm. I think, at least around here. Maybe not nationwide. They I think just, Costco was before uh, Sam's Club. I think Sam's Club was a response to Costco. Uh, Costco started in the 1960s in uh, San Diego. Damn. Okay. It's been yeah. around a while, just not in this mm-hmm. area. But I saw Sam's Club, they're opening up a bunch in this mm-hmm. in this year. So they're still building. They're still expanding. Yeah. And I think Sam, like I've been to, I mostly have used Costco over the years, but I've been to Sam's Club a number of times and it's super similar. There's not a whole lot. It just kind of like Costco's the target. Yes. Yeah, Costco's a, the Walmart. A little bit more refined. It has that impression but i don't know if the food's any better it's probably the exact same shit probably but they have the little cafeteria where you can get a hot dog 
Yeah, I always used to get the pizza because pizza was what, like two bucks a slice or something super cheap? It was pretty cheap. And they had, although I think they got rid of one of the flavors. I think it's only cheese and like everything now rather than just pepperoni. And it's like, no, I want just pepperoni. I don't want everything. Or maybe they dump uh, the see, everything. I want everything except the pepperoni. I don't want pepperoni. We could totally do pizza together because I don't eat pepperoni. You can split it in half. It's been a long time. Yeah, Walmart is still ahead by uh, by thirty billion. That's a pretty big lead. I mean, mm-hmm. not huge when you're it's, looking uh, at what they're Amazon's one twenty one billion. Walmart is one fifty one billion for sales. Hey, I would take either one of those. Mm-hmm. So here's the other question: Why aren't you selling your ponchos at the Walmart site too, where you can sell? Haven't thought about it. Probably should. Yeah. You, you're Walmart yeah. people, man. You know, maybe I should like consult with you next time I decide to yes. make a product. Because I have the ideas. I, I haven't thought of a lot of these <laughs> things because I don't, like I said, I've never sold anything on Amazon. I've never done really producty stuff. I've always just done consulting and business stuff. Yeah. And I've, back end. I've thought about it because I had ideas for a few things. I mean, just easy stuff to make, like. Mm-hmm. The weight that you put on your turntable to keep your record flat and, you know, allegedly this helps keep errant, you know, vibrations mm-hmm. down and all that. And I have a buddy that has a bunch of different businesses and it, it's always at one point he had a plastics business. He has a uh, his main business is coatings, which mm-hmm. kind of like electro coatings. And he does work for like Gillette and Kimber Firearms and all this other kind of stuff. But they've got the what do you call them? The CNC mills where you can take any yeah. and just throw the stuff in. I'm like, well, this would be easy mm-hmm. because mainly what you just want is like a cool looking device because a record weight would be dirt mm-hmm. cheap. And it's like, well, you yeah. can take whatever metal you make that out of, and then he can coat it with whatever cool look that you want mm-hmm. on top of it. But it's like, I've always thought the whole way of trying to sell this stuff would just be way more hassle than the money that would come back. Well, you definitely figured out a niche for selling used tickets and shit like that, which True. is crazy. Yeah, and that's gone up and down, but it's like you just have to figure out what's going to be the thing. And, what, yeah. you know, especially with the collectible market, that is yeah. anybody's guess. Well, and the the obvious thing here, too, is um, you have to be serious about this stuff. Like, you can't just dabble on it because, like I said, uh, even kidding aside, I'm, I am definitely going to be losing money on every single one sold because the 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 costs all add up. Like you don't really see them go, oh, it's 50 cents for this and it's 12 cents for that and it's 30 cents for this. Right. But you get to that point where you're like, oh, hold on, hold on. That's uh, you're like, what am I making now? That's upside down. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it, it is. Um, uh, it is. And obviously the radiation is going to be way more expensive because that's a custom product. Yes. Well, you want to sell something that not everybody else has, because if everybody else yeah. has it, then it is priced, which right now you may be like the cheapest pod show out there. So people may may start flocking uh, to that. Probably because I think when I put it at 15 bucks, that was like 50 cents under the everybody next else. <laughs> and I didn't realize it dropped this low. So, yeah to get your now you have no ability to set a bottom line or anything nope. on that. Huh? it's just nope. it's 
because otherwise they don't sell. And then Amazon. I can, I can pull them. But yeah, Amazon, basically, you set a price. They'll keep it at that price for a week or so. And then they'll watch how fast they're selling. And if they're not selling at a rate that Amazon determines they should be, then they will start dropping the price on your behalf. Now, I'm just surprised that you haven't sent these to your favorite OnlyFans girls or your Instagram. Oh, I have. And be like, would you wear this, please? I'll give you yeah. money. Oh, oh, yeah, right, right. Well, that, well, that costs a lot of money. No, uh, I have sent it out to a number of people. I, I need to send one out to uh, Adam. I, oh, but I had I to buy him, one. Your buddy, your buddy here I'm on Unrelenting. I'm well, still, you know, he's I'm poor, man. My, he's, you know, he's a oh, poor he's podcaster. Poor. Right. He doesn't have money to buy these things. I'm waiting for my free Apple Watch <laughs> and my free iPad Mini or whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not iPad Mini. The, uh, the Mini Mac, whatever they call it now. Mac Mini? Yeah. I was thinking of buying one of the new ones. Yeah. The you, the Mac 2 with the M2 Pro chip. It's like, okay, so for like... I've got... Yeah. I, uh, I've got the M1 and uh, I mean, they have... The M2, the M2 would just be even faster. Uh-huh. Well, the new one actually allows you to run three monitors without Ooh. having anything else. So I could just plug that baby yeah, right into my system mm-hmm. and use the same three monitor system that I'm using now. And then I'm assuming I'd be able to easily mm-hmm. just switch back and forth with a switch between the windows and the. Yeah. I mean, back in the old days, we had a physical switch. I think you could probably just do it all through software these days. Yeah. And the the Mac minis are so damn small. They are. Yeah. They've always been the right form factor. I mean, I, they, I think Apple sold way more of the, uh, the, you know, the computers that's built into the monitor type. Yes. Oh yeah. Which I think people are finally getting tired of because you yeah. realize you're very. Yeah. Stuck. Cause the monitor lasts longer than the computer. Uh-huh. Um, or the computer you will want to upgrade way before you, you want to upgrade the monitor. But I've always just gotten Mac minis because to me, I've got monitors and the monitors are better and bigger than what Apple sells. So why would I, why would I want their monitor and computer all in one? It doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. And the Mac mini now they're comparing the horsepower under the hood to the MacBook mm-hmm. pros. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't really use laptops because I don't leave the house much. Right. So it's not like I need to do rendering on the road, but what like for mm-hmm. video and stuff, it looks like these things fly for taking your videos and, uh, and rendering them in the software of your choice. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. So as far as the Apple watch, um, you know, the one I got is I think one generation older than the one that you bought. Uh, but since you bought one already, we could um, raffle mine off Ooh. Uh, to buy a, a poncho to somebody that's uh, a listener who bought a orange poncho from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. To enter this, uh, I mean, buy an orange poncho. I, I guess that's an interesting way of doing it because it's basically like, uh, well, it used to be a you know four hundred and then some dollar watch. Now it's probably worth like two fifty, but still, if you buy a poncho. Yeah, it's 11 bucks for a chance to get a, uh, you know, at least a 250, probably higher dollar Apple watch. Not the, you said it was a current generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's a six. They're up to the eight. The, uh, what are the sixes selling for? Yeah. I have no idea. Used on eBay. Yeah. Where everything's a scam. 
Well, unless when people yeah. buy tickets for a I thousand mean, bucks. Yeah, exactly. That's not a scam. Clearly. No, not at all. Obviously, that's no, good. Not if you're selling it. About 135 bucks for really. A, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, 135. Yeah, I, I would have assumed it'd be still more than that, but I don't. Because everybody's like, uh, I need new. I want new. I want new. New. They have new. They have new. Yeah, yeah. News. You can get new for 400. Sure. And I've noticed again that Xfinity. If you're on Xfinity Mobile, if you mm-hmm. want one of the it's not, they changed the name, but it's the smaller mm. form factor size Apple phone, but it's mm. a current Apple phone. They're giving those away free again. Okay. As long as you bring in a new number. And remember, you can get a new number just by going to Google voice and porting it out. They accept you that. Can't, I thought you couldn't get a Google voice number anymore. I thought they stopped giving out new numbers. No, they're still there. You just have to jump through more hoops to be able to oh, really? uh, verify that you're a real person. Somebody told me that, that they stopped giving out numbers no they're still hmm. there they is do, still do you there. get one every week or what no but it wasn't that long ago that i got one for the when my wife started the new job she got mm-hmm. another phone which again free from xfinity mobile huh. so added a work phone free and i grabbed a nut so Google all voice you needed number. to do was just give them an existing number and yes. then give you a free phone if That's you don't crazy. have an existing number you have to pay like 700 bucks for the phone but That's if you, insane yes and you have to keep it on your <sighs> account for two years. Otherwise, they'll sure. charge you. But after yeah, two yeah, years, yeah. you can just go sell that phone. So these are brand new phones. Well, you can how really- much is the uh, how much is the the monthly on the phone? It's zero for me because I have a I just pay by the data. So I only pay for one gig of data a month because nobody in my right. family uses data. Sure, sure. And you can have like up to 10 phones on the account. So it doesn't add one dollar to the bill. What do you mean? It, really? So yes. you could just by having another number. Yes. You you give that number to Xfinity. They yes. ship you a brand new phone. Yes. And your bill hasn't changed. Yes. That's fucked up. Well, dude. here, no, that's actually not true because when I added the last phone, there was a promotion that lowered uh-huh. my internet bill by thirty bucks a month for the next two years. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so they paid you yes. thirty bucks a month to get a new phone. Yes. My God. I know. I was like, okay. I'm like, are you sure? I, Cause I had to ask the guy like a few times, like, really? This is, you're going to, so, so my bill's not going to go up. I'm going to have another phone. I'm going to have another, um, uh, and my internet's going to go down. All right, cool. Well, how much are you paying for the internet for the Xfinity bill? For now, once this has all been adjusted for two years, I'm paying $50 a month for gig. Uh, Fuck you. And, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and how many phones do you have? Um, currently, let's see, my mom, my dad, me, my wife. My wife has an extra. I have an extra. So six or seven. Six or seven phones for yeah. 50 bucks. No, no. See, that's the internet's 50 bucks. Then the phone, I think, right. costs about 35 or something bucks a month. Per phone or total? No total. That's fucked up. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. That is just, nobody's making money there. No, that's, that's why I like it. Oh my God. That's insane. My latest billing cycle from Xfinity, December 18th to January 17th. My bill was $30 and 20 cents for the six phones altogether. Jesus Christ. I know. Why would anybody want to pay? Now, if you need to be out and about and you need to be using cellular data, you will mm-hmm. have to have a much more expensive plan. But sure. But I mean, you're basically, you got a bunch of burner phones. Yes. And you could just keep adding them. 
as long as you don't use data, you can do as much calling and as much texting yeah. as you want. Yeah. You just can't use data. Really? Yes. And around here, there are Xfinity hotspots like everywhere we seem to go. Huh. Which means you still don't have to use the mobile data. Huh. It's a great deal. That is shocking. I don't know what the scam is because we used to pay like 130 bucks a month right. just for the yeah, internet. That's why, that's why I assumed it would be. Yeah. Yeah. That all came down because we kept adding phones and it's like, oh, keep giving you a discount. I mean, maybe I would like to where the point where they would pay me to keep using their uh -huh. internet. They're like, wow, that's a great customer. He's got like eight phones. Yeah. So we love customers like this. Uh -huh. I, Nobody there, checks how much you actually pay. There has to be something about the amount of numbers they have. This has to be like in the old days where magazines wanted subscribers so they could sell them to an advertiser or something. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. There's got to be some reason they really want to, you to keep bringing in the new numbers obviously they think they're taking business from another company but they know it's coming mm -hmm. from google voice it's not like it's a surprise they can check where the number's coming from and they mm -hmm. do accept the google voice as oh you're bringing an, an existing number in so really there's no reason not to get like a new phone every two years the only downside well bear with me because it's not really a downside i was going to mm -hmm. say the only downside is you have to keep getting a new phone number you're right. But that's not a downside. That's an upside as far as I'm concerned. One, it's it an rid upside. Of all the, but if you yeah. really want to keep your old number, you can just swap the SIM cards. Right. So, right, I mean, right, it's right. like, okay, you could just, you can take that. Yeah. And I've done that before where you order the phone with a new number, then you just put in your old SIM. Uh-huh. We yep. do need a kiosk in the mall. That is absolutely, I would love to see Gene work in the mall, see Brooklyn. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> want to buy some ponchos? Come on. Mm hmm. But yeah, if you I have, they would sell in the mall, I mean, people don't really go to malls, but back in the day. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, you know, I could see you uh, walking these things outside of a, a Vikings game or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody's With, just uh, slapping a totally logos. different looking horns. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, Add Zachary. It's the uh, entrepreneurial spirit. But for people that have, xfinity internet if they have xfinity mobile i don't know how many areas they're in around the country now mm -hmm. but if you can get it and you have their internet you and again if you don't need the mobile data mm -hmm. then you can get a great deal on the price of what these things are at first i believe it was limited to like four or five phones and i think they lifted that which mm. okay i'll just keep taking new phones and adding them we're like running a sweatshop here. We have so many phone numbers. And the beautiful yeah. thing is you could tie them all into like one Google voice number anyway. Mm-hmm. That, well, yeah, I mean, I think Google voice is, uh, I think it's a, if they haven't sunsetted, I think they're not far from doing it because they clearly did not do much with that service. Once they rolled it out, the interface still looks like it's 15 years old. Oh, yeah. I mean, the nice thing is, though, it's easy to uh, to use that and add it into a podcasting setup. So if we ever ran into somebody who didn't know how to plug a microphone in or something like that, mm -hmm. and you really had to get an interview. Yeah, you could do it over the old uh, phone system. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's wild. Um, 
Well, that's cool. So we talked about me losing money and you getting hella, hella deals. Yes, I like hella deals. Um, and that you're going to send Adam some free poncho so he can talk about it on no Yeah, Agenda. I got to do sent- that because I, I told him I would and I just forgot. You sending some to JCD as well? Are you going to send him some ponchos? Oh, yeah. I got to send some to him as well. And I ordered my mom the... Uh, you ordered your mom a poncho? No, not the poncho. I know she doesn't need no. the poncho, but I always order her <laughs> some... Uh, Does she not need to be... In case she's hunting, to, I mean, uh, maybe you never know. Uh-huh. You, having it in the car is probably not a bad idea, uh-huh. especially if you have to travel when it's thirteen degrees out. But she yeah. likes wine, and her favorite baseball player was Tom Seaver, and he has a winery, even though he's dead now. But okay. this is—I thought it was interesting, just knowing, you know, kind of following how the weather uh-huh. and stuff affects these wineries, because it was like the most limited. Last year, they had uh, two different bottlings that uh, you could order three bottles and then you could ask for more. This mm. year, it was like you could get one bottle of each and then ask for more if possible. But they're like, this is the smallest yield they've ever had because of, I'm guessing, mm. the weather. I don't remember if that was was the fire year, the really bad one, like two years ago, three years ago. But it's interesting to see how things, they have a fire every year. And, well, it's sometimes they're worse than others mm. in california yeah but it's really good wine too so i would never buy it for myself it's like 150 bucks a bottle right from the winery mm. but it's good it's a nice cab sav out of beautiful california but when they're trying to burn the place down it's uh i guess it means less wine for you why is that well not for you for the world oh, oh for the world sure yeah yeah, yeah. It's supply and demand, though. So I was kind of surprised they didn't raise the price. It's kind of like if you're the only guy selling ponchos, you could sell them for more. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. But uh, again, like you know, didn't that wasn't the goal? You didn't really the goal was you didn't think the whole thing out. No, I, I did. I just uh, I was assuming it'd be more than I wouldn't be losing money. And I was kind of hoping I would be. That's that's how all, breaking that's even. how this podcast started too. I was like, I'm really hoping I'm not going to lose money at this. <laughs> and then look, I'm like, uh-huh. wow, there's bills for this. Wow, damn it! There are bills. That's true. Well, dude, I mean, shit, I do three podcasts just to pay for one. And well, not yeah. I mean, it doesn't, but yeah, theoretically. You're right. You're like, they could if one was successful. I mean, uh-huh. if you don't know this, you, everybody listening, you can be a guest on Sir Gene Speaks. The rate is $150 an hour. Oh, it's less than that. Oh, you've lowered that now? Oh, dude, it's 50 bucks an hour. Oh, but isn't there a minimum of like three hours? <laughs> it, it ends up being about three hours. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But you can- well, it depends on how, how much, how many questions I have. I'm, I mean, like the interview I did yesterday with uh defango was only like an hour and a half so 90 minutes well that's short for a surgeon it is short for a surgeon although my solo shows with no guests are typically one hour because you can only stand talking to yourself for that long um well i, I get them the message across in, in an hour you're more succinct boom you're hitting it yeah i mean i think like kind of like your show is only half an hour exactly yeah. No, I usually the solo shows usually about forty five minutes. Mm. They can go down to a half hour. Usually, not much mm-hmm. less than that. And if you want, I mean, I don't know if Bemrose is listening, but I have a dental appointment on Wednesday. So maybe if you want to be part of a grumpy old Ben's with Bemrose on Wednesday oh, yeah. afternoon, 
uh, Wednesday afternoon. I think that would work for me. I mean, you should reach out to him and be like, hey, we can we can get the band back together. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm at the entodontist getting 3D, whatever they do of your mouth. Did you, did you hear Adam on Rogan? No, I have downloaded it, but I haven't watched it yet. So he was talking about his teeth ordeal. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It's an ordeal when, how many did he have extracted? Like double digits. Like 12. Uh-huh. Um, but the bigger issue apparently uh, was that his upper jawbone was weakened. And so they couldn't just stick the metal spikes in there. They have to get his bone regrown, uh, which they usually do with uh, implanting some cadaver bone. Ooh, fun. I know, right? Uh, he, I don't think he knows that. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't listen to this show then. Oh, he doesn't. Don't worry about it. Uh, but once they, they have that in there, it takes usually about six months to fuse with your bone. Uh, and then I don't know if people have seen bones, by the way. If anyone's interested, it's, it's kind of kind of cool, actually. If you look at the structure of bones under a super high uh, magnification microscope, they, they don't look like a solid object. They look like a spider web. Yeah, well, they are. I mean, that's there's there's gaps. There's lots of gaps. Absolutely. Uh, and so you're it's it's in fact, teeth I saw recently under a high magnification microscope and tooth enamel also does not at all look solid. It is what it looks like. And this is probably not the best way to describe it, but it's kind of the way to describe it is. Imagine if you got a really large toothpaste packet and it had a really small hole where the toothpaste comes out. And then you were squeezing and it could be, you know, caulk. It doesn't have to be toothpaste, but something that you squeeze out of a tube through a small hole, right? And then you did that and your goal was to just make a tooth shape by constantly moving the nozzle while the stuff is coming out in little strands and so, just make it, it's basically like spaghetti, right? So very much like 3d printing something. It is exactly like 3d printing. So the, the, the structure of teeth is like 3d printing because what happens apparently is the cells that we have a very limited supply of, since we only get two sets of teeth in their lifetime, unlike a lot of other animals, um, these cells are effectively doing that. They're 3D printing the tooth. And uh, as they're doing that, the tooth moves further and closer to actually being in the right place. And by the time they get done 3D printing, the tooth is when it pushes out your first teeth. Uh, and, then, you know, when what you're about eight, eight years old, nine years old, thereabouts, uh, six years old. I don't even remember. And then it just replaces those and puts on your permanent teeth. But yeah, they're, they're not at all like, I always kind of wondered how does the body create something, the shape of a tooth? It just does. It, th- it 3d prints it is what it does. Our bodies have its own 3d printer. Our bodies are basically robots. But we're, we have 
biorobotics, essentially. Our, there, are, there are mechanisms inside of us for everything that happens that can be done now externally through either physical or chemical means. And with freaking AI advancing the way it does, have you been paying attention to this stuff lately? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like it does everything now. It's, it's painting pictures it's, uh, and, and very good quality ones. Uh, it is, uh, in fact, you can sell now AI images on Adobe stock. Really? Nice. Yep. Yep. They've, they've changed their terms. So now that artwork that's, now they have some restrictions on them, but, uh, artwork created with, um, AI can now be sold on Adobe stock images. Well, like you said, with how easy it is to go into an AI and get mm-hmm. it to write you some text. This is where these YouTube videos are going to be. If they're yeah. not already, somebody's going to go in and just keep pumping out videos with AI created text and then text to speech. Yeah. It is going to be infiltrating news. No doubt about it. People are going to use it to write news stories. Oh, yeah. Um, there were a few things that I'm curious about how well it works because some uh, people have tapped into the chat gpt for fiction Mm -hmm. writing that they've put systems together where you can not write the whole book although it probably would you can do brainstorming Mm -hmm. with it and put in information and it'll respond and then you can put it in the order you want so it seems like it's a very interesting tool as long as you don't take the whole human aspect out of this Mm. if you're using it to help create a you know, template, that seems like it would be a very cool Mm -hmm. idea, but it's going to get to the point. I mean, we know that certain things have a particular way of doing things, meaning most music. We watched a few different, uh, you know, over the Christmas season, a few different just schlocky Christmas movies. And it's like, this is like the same story over and over again. Mm -hmm. You're just changing the setting and the names and the description of the characters. But overall, that would be very easy to believe that an artificial intelligence, you could be like, Hey, take this Hallmark movie and write a hundred more. Yeah. Totally. And soon it'll be able to create that video too. You won't need actors or actresses. It'll just be able yeah. to create something we can watch. But I thought mm. that was interesting that it is now being kind of, uh, refined to be able to do some very specific things that you wouldn't have normally thought of a computer being able to do a lot well, of white has thought of it for many years yes but i mean we may be here now it may be available to you which is you know yeah. james yeah. patterson already writes like a thousand books a year he could probably do ten thousand now <laughs> And really, if you can uh-huh. make even 20 bucks a book, you're making money when you can put out 10,000 of them. Mm-hmm. Unlike yeah. the unlike the uh, ponchos, the physical products. No, we all want to be an intellectual property now. Because I've wondered how well this would do. I know there was somebody that was writing no agenda adventures before. Mm-hmm. I was considering trying my hand at that. I'm like, that may pay better than podcasting. How many it people? May. How many people would buy one of them? If you can get ten thousand, what, what people, if you made a podcast where it's read out by an AI to the podcast reading the book or the podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's so turn it into a, a serial podcast. True, we could do that. I mean, Brian Brushwood did pretty well with his. I his, don't think uh, he used AI though. But no, yeah. he didn't. Yeah, 
But I mean, even yeah. that taking the taking that content. Yeah. So stealing content and I mean borrowing content, writing content. for fair use, fair use content, and I meant then, writing content. That's what I meant too. And then it's not hard the, to write uh, fiction. Really? Really? Yes, I believe so. Uh, let promote your books on Amazon by all means. Like that's again when you're a non Stephen King. I always wondered like what uh-huh. would sell. As an, an author that nobody knows, how yeah. many copies would sell? I mean, mm-hmm. I think you could write the greatest book in the world, and it would just sit there, and nobody would buy it. Uh, sure. Yeah, totally. I think of that all the time. You mean because your books don't sell? Exactly. And they're the greatest books out there. Yeah. But yeah, that, I was thought that would be an interesting thing, too. To try because we know we would at least get mentioned on No Agenda. And we know there's about a million people that listen to No Agenda. And I'm sure at least 2% at least of those 25 read. of them donate. Right. At least 25 donate. Would they buy a book, though? I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, the podcasts certainly aren't paying off lately, thanks to Uncle Joey and the economy. Yeah. I'm guessing. I mean, sure. look at No Agenda. They've been on single donation breaks for quite a few shows now. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the other shows around seem to have taken a taken a hit hmm. because, you know, the economy sucks, which is why yeah. today, I mean, we are still a value for value podcast, even though you tell people do not donate. Well, I'm just trying to make sure that people save their money out to go buy a poncho. A poncho yes. See, in, in that case, a lady get over it came in with ten dollars and 80 cents, which is just about the cost of a packet of ponchos almost the my watches thinks i'm talking to it stop and it's like everything i say is being oh yeah yeah you need to disable the microphone on the watch i think so but it was yeah, also I, like yeah, instantaneously totally. transcribing what i was saying and that is mm-hmm. freaking impressive for mm-hmm. a device like this it really yeah. is to do real time as it's listening to the audio transcription on a watch they talk about sci-fi but a lady get over it could have bought one of those beautiful poncho sets, but instead came in with $10 and 80 cents. I know she wants to get to the point to get the steak dinner here in mm-hmm. uh, Chirac. And uh, she's one of just a couple of people that are in that level, getting to that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have to do that. Once the weather gets a little nicer, get out, see some folk. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, I'm talking about doing a meetup with, uh, the good old boy. yeah, yeah. So what I'm letting that? him plan it. So oh. I have no idea when it is, when so he figures out when it's going to be another marketing up. problem. Well, it's not, I just, I don't want to be the guy doing shit that, that I'm not horribly good at. You know what I mean? Then why are you doing this show? Uh, cause I'm kicking ass on this show. <laughs> the other ones though, not so much. But thank you, Lady. Well, get over it. It's just certain aspects of it. So, yeah, thanks for the donation. Uh, that's always appreciated, even though, even though you don't have to do it. Unrelenting dot show. Your support keeps this podcast viable. Yeah. yeah, it helps offset. So, realistically, like I know my cost on doing the shows that I'm producing is about fifty bucks a month. And, uh, you know, which is what, 300 bucks a year coming out of my pocket. Um, 
I think your costs may be just a smidge lower because you're hosting on a not a paid hosting service. Well, it's not a podcast, but it is a paid host. Okay. But either either way, I mean it's it's certainly not free. We're not running on a one of those like, hey, give us your podcast, we'll put it up for free and we own it services. Right. I think some, what some we're spending do. now is maybe around for the for the hosting, maybe around twenty bucks a month for mm-hmm. just the hosting aspect of it. Oh, that's not really all that different. I think I pay twenty four bucks a month. I've got four. Oh, shows. you have a bunch of them on there. Yeah, yeah. So you got to break them up by shows, and that's for that's for all of them. So they're all combined okay. into one hosting. Okay. But then we have the Adobe that we pay for every year, which is like one hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, it's cheap because it's the the uh, the teacher pricing on adobe so i think i well that may be like 20 bucks a month as well so that's another uh you know 240 so right there we're mm-hmm. already around 500 or so yeah and then there's the p.o box which is now like 150 bucks a year mm-hmm. like really for the small box i mean i remember when it was like 40 50 60 bucks no yeah. post office getting greedy now uh but beyond that that is pretty much it adobe and then you know just having machines to record on and and microphones to sound good and all that and of course uh-huh. a motu if you had the price of the motu in there and all that so there is costs that are involved it is not free it is not horrible i mean mm-hmm. it's not like it's 20,000 a year to run a podcast or anything sure is it a real uh, poncho it, or a I sears mean, poncho frank zappa wanted to know Sears Spine. What's the Sears Spine show? I don't know. It's a Frank Zappa quote, though. Is it? That's what Digi Guru said. I don't know. I don't recall that uh, in any of Frank Zappa's music that I heard, but I'm sure it's it's a real thing. It is a real poncho that you can touch and feel, and it will keep you warm on those cold Chirac nights. Yeah. Or you could just move to Texas and not buy a poncho. A poncho. <laughs> That's your choice. Either help Gene. Or move to Gene's house. Yeah, exactly. Gene's got a bunch of tiny homes on his property now. He's renting those out too. Oh man, I wish I did that. No, but there, there's definitely the the re, the prices on um, property here in Austin are just crazy. Well, they're talking about Austin is one of the cities. They're like, that's ah, about to crash. About to yeah. really just yeah. nosedive. Yeah. So sell quickly and get out. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been threatening to get out for two years now. So. Dude, they, nobody's running you out of town yet. Mm-hmm. You uh, are well, f- it's just the, the, the whole concept of packing and moving is just so depressing that it, every time I want to move, I, I kind of think, yep, I really need to do this. And then I think of the process involved. And I'm like, ugh. And then every time year. you do it, it gets worse. Uh, well, uh, there, uh, except when I got divorced and it was actually fairly quick and easy because the wife took all the stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. So if you're, if you're traveling lightly. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I didn't have any furniture at all. Uh, and, um, so the move was very, very quick. And, and the other thing I did is I gave all my books to the, uh, the, the bookstores that, you know, take used books. Yeah, they'll give you like 30 cents for every $20. They, they give you by the pound. And I just said, I'm like, it would have been about, you know, wow. for a box of maybe 25, 30 books, it would have been like 12 cents a pound or 15 cents a pound or something. So it would have been like a few couple bucks. 
You're in better shape like, burning dude, him. I'm no, I would never do that. But I, I just, I like, I don't, I don't want to wait for you to weigh this. I'm just going to leave it here. You can it's, have uh, it. Yeah, it's like at that price, there's no difference. I, I'm not going to get anything from. And I don't want your spare change. I think I got 14 boxes of books that I gave him right around there. Um, hopefully somebody enjoyed them because most of those books were only read once. I rarely ever reread books, but I used to have a fairly sizable collection of science fiction books and, um, just a lot of, you know, history and philosophy books. So maybe no one's ever reread them. (laughs) It's possible. Got (laughs) They, uh... They just, they just went into some manufacturing, uh, deal where they cut the books out and let you put guns inside. Right. You got to make them gun safe. That's a great uh-huh. idea for old books. If you got some old yeah. books, it's not that hard to do. You just need some adhesive and some uh, time and well, a, yeah. a blade of some sort. Uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the guy that does them for no agenda? The no agenda book guy. I forget the, uh, yeah, I forget the guy's name, but yeah, maybe I should have re- like reached out to him and shipped him 14 cases of books. And I was really bummed that our buddy Jeff of no agenda T just croaked. He did. Yeah. I guess I know that. died suddenly. Adam talked about it on the show yesterday. Wow. Yeah. I haven't listened to the show yet. I was like, wow, he's, I got, yeah. I got some shit from Adam too. I sent him a link to an audio uh, clip of um, Zelensky talking. And it, that clip was inside of a clip uh, or inside of a video that uh, unrelenting or unrelenting. What am I saying? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, some Not clips unrelenting. of this show. You, if yes, you really clips. want, if you want to start pissing Adam <laughs> off, start clipping this show and sending it to him. Yeah. So, well, it was not, it was, what the hell is that show called now? God damn it. With Clayton Morris and his wife. I don't know. Uh, God damn it. See, Brooklyn did send us a boost to 3333 saying shark tank. Here we come. I guess that was about the poncho shark. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, the, the, whatever the hell Clayton Morris's thing is, you sent him a clip. I sent him a clip and he said, no, we didn't play this clip. But we did a much better job deconstructing. <laughs> and, and I was like, ah, yeah, he really doesn't like Clayton. I think. Is I it think like the pool he, boy? He, no, well, I, I don't know if he like. I don't think he likes the, to me there much, but, but Clayton, I, I guess he's worked with his wife previously or something. And like, he thinks that they ran away from the U S for doing some shady business deals like uh, defrauding people or something. I don't know. I mean, I just, maybe I just, I'm used to working with people that have done shady stuff. So I don't really care. You're like, that's pretty much par for the course. I'm like, yeah, I just, and there's also a battle plan from Digi guru just says you just need to get married again and then divorce and the bitch will take all your and stuff. Then move. Right. Yes. That's a great <laughs> idea. I like that. Make yeah. it move a lot easier. Well, and you could probably yeah. bring in a nice Ukrainian girl too first, and then oh, help everybody they're hard out. to come by now. Really? There's the they, oh, yeah. they've gone they're up. All, and, they're they they've already all been trafficked. You mean they found husbands? That's why I said right. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Yeah, pretty much. I always like that uh, little saying, "tomato, tomato," but it really doesn't work in text format. Uh, because it's spelled the same way, right? Well, because it's the same thing. You can't uh, redacted. Go, that's the show I was thinking with Clayton. Redacted. Redacted. So yeah, if you want to piss off Adam, send them a clip from Redacted, guys. 
because he'll definitely be pissed off about it. But only send him that clip while you're wearing your Yukon Trading Company orange ponchos. I should have just hired you to promote these things. That would have been easier. Yeah. Um, I work Uh a lot cheaper. Do you? Every YouTuber should have one of these on. While while recording. Yes, exactly. Just in case. It would be right. Just just think of like an orange grimace. (laughs) That's what you look like when you're wearing it. That would be awesome. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that, feel free to take a photo. The show is I'm, redacted. See, I'm pretty close. Yes. Yeah, redacted is the show. And I, I don't know. Clayton was on on Fox for many years. He was like 12 years or something. Um, I've, I like watching him. I think he's got a a fun sense of humor. He's joking around with his wife, and uh, but clearly there are some people that he rubs the wrong way. Adam is one of them. Well, and I get that. I get that. Now, I guess the Paul Pelosi videos out. Was there anything good troll room? Now that the videos out, was there anything interesting in the hammer Paul Pelosi? I mean, this, hmm. all this stuff, what it takes so long for this stuff to come out. And they were trying to hide hmm. this body cam footage for some reason, uh, which means that the story obviously wasn't being told accurately. And of course there was the, the black reporter from the local was at the NBC affiliate that, wasn't on the air then for like a half hmm. hour, you know, like 30 days after because his report wow. said something that, you know, questioned how this whole thing went down. Yeah. Nancy and well, uh, Paul have made a lot of money on stocks, though. Don't they that made direction. a millions, if not hundreds of millions on stocks. And in fact, I think there's a fund that just purely tracked and bought and sold the same stuff that she did. Oh, and now, their return genius. is much, much better than the average. That's genius. So that's the way you pick your stocks is to, oh, Nancy yep. and Paul yeah. are buying this. Yep. 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 Exactly. They it's like have people that are allowed you, right? to do insider trading legally. Uh-huh. Yes. Why would you not follow that? Uh-huh. They would have to be stupid in order to lose money. And when they buy, Pelosi has to buy, yeah. then you have to disclose that because being right. the public figure and all. <laughs> That's the, uh, excuse me. Are we that's boring tr- you, Gene? I'm just kind of a little bored with today's conversation. It's, it's the trade-off, right? So you get to do insider trading, but you have to publicize it. So it's not insider. It is now, oh, everything's fine. Well, it's still insider because you don't, like, she's not going to share the secret information that she has that nobody else does. Right. But you can you, see all you know reaction. is the actions that she's taking or right. whoever is doing it for her behalf. Yeah. Makes sense. And you're, you're, you're supposed to believe that she's not giving this information to anybody else who is doing things without. Yeah. But it's not just her. I mean, it's literally anybody in Congress. Of course. Can, can do insider training. Which is why they should be barred from doing all this kind of stuff. But then it all goes down the line <sighs> of the, the single simplest thing that I've been saying literally for 40 years. And it's still true right now. That needs to happen is term limits. Oh, yeah. Term limits fix everything. They drain the swamp through a mechanical mechanism that nobody can avoid. And then you put them in through a meat grinder. Well, they put you through one, but yeah. But uh, Ted Cruz just put a bill out, right? For uh, term limits, it's never going to pass. It's never going to pass. All Everything that the, the relatively few actual conservatives in Congress, which is about 20 in the House and about eight in the Senate, what any of these people do right now is purely virtue signaling. 
because they know nothing is going to actually change. Nothing will pass. Nothing will go through. Nothing will get signed. But they're still doing these things to get ready for the next election cycle to say, hey, look at all the stuff that I tried to do that I couldn't do because of the bad people. It makes sense. That's politics. I mean, there. I, I don't mind calling somebody I got into an argument with. Maybe it was even you that like there's virtue signaling on both sides of the aisle. Like the, it's not limited to just Democrats doing virtue signaling. That phrase doesn't mean something tied to a progressive cause. Virtue signaling is simply doing something purely for the uh, the praise that it's going to generate from your affinity group. But it has to be virtuous. I mean, you can't virtue signal about being a horrible racist. Well, that depends because oh, I mean, it depends I who you're. If you're who a, your audience is. if you're a, a skinhead in prison, and you're part of the the uh, you know the Nazi guys, whatever they're called. I don't even know what the hell that the clan. called. <laughs> but you it's took not their the name clan. From there's no clan in prison. No, there's a name for them. There's. There's a They've got the white, right white something. I don't know. Somebody will know. <laughs> Who, who's been to prison and can uh, tell us in chat? Yeah, Come on, people. please let us know what it's. Yeah. What your uh, little, but white uh, power so. or something like that. Like if you want a virtue signal to those guys saying, hey, check out. I'm doing this awesome stuff by bashing in minorities. That's virtue signaling. I guess it all depends on it who all depends your audience who the is. group is. Yes, it's. It is doing something for that designated audience to say, yeah, fuck yeah. And so, I mean, it's okay that Ted Cruz is doing this, but it's not really a big plus. You know, it's a question of whether it's really a part of the Republican platform, meaning if they do get into power, will they actually pass that? I think it's more. Well, they can't get into power. They can't because the Republican Party has been demolished. Well, so is the Democrat Party, really, to be honest, but in a different way. But the reality By comes down to, yeah, right. If they would actually pass these, if their party got into power, don't be like, well, they can't. That's irrelevant. Now, if they really believe in this, then mm-hmm. it's not really virtue signaling. It is signaling that this is our platform. If you elect us, here's what you're going to get, which we talked about the fact that the Democrats very recently under Obama had the president, they had the house, they had the Senate, Mm -hmm. Oh, but they didn't pass abortion. They didn't, they didn't totally redefine that. It's like, well, why that's, you know, and a lot of people look at all of this stuff and be like, well, you're never going to do, you know, but if they really will pass a law that goes into term limits, if the Republicans get control of the house, the Senate and the presidency, which I understand hard to believe that's going to happen. But if they did, would they pass that law? If yes, then I don't think it's necessarily that. I guess at that point, it's not virtue signaling because it has to only be virtue signaling if there's nothing backing it up. Right. Or is it? Yeah. Virtue signaling is something you do where your goal is to impress a group of people, not to actually do the thing you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. You got to put your money where your mouth is. Buy some yeah, of that. I mean, like, if you're if you're doing good stuff, then. It also happens to impress a group of people. That's not virtuous. It's, it's only like doing virtuous it signaling. It's pandering. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think pandering is the synonym of virtuous signaling. The thinimum, the thinimum, the thinimum, the thinimum, cinnamon, the cinnamon. I love a little cinnamon. 
Put a little cinnamon, cinnamon in the morning. Yeah, gets but, you up every time. Hey, is that a stripper? Hey, you know? What's the other big story that's going on that uh, I'm just been making rounds that we didn't talk about? Cinnamon in the morning. I'm just thinking of strippers. God damn it! I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, th- there is a huge story out right now that I was just thinking of, and I just spaced it out. The WHO is uh, World Health Organization urges stockpiling radiation meds. That's the headline. Been there, done that. The uh, I still think it's funny. Helped. Because I, I like O'Reilly's coverage a lot for most mm-hmm. things, but he is totally. Oh, the Pfizer thing. Sorry. On the, uh, the Russian stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think it's probably people around them reassuring him that he's on the right side. Um, yeah. The fight, because even Trump came out yesterday and said, this war needs to end. It's really easy to end. I would have ended it. Would have been huge. Um, and I don't think he's referring to launching nukes, but right. maybe, no, I don't think yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. It's possible. Uh, but yeah, the, the stuff that came out on Pfizer from, um, uh, project Veritas, you see that I have not. Oh, you got to see that. So they record project Veritas is just killing it, man. So they had another one of their gay dates set up. And uh, managed to snag themselves the head of, uh, he's like a VP of Pfizer R&D for mRNA. And recorded him talking about how Pfizer, like a great business model is to make sure that your vaccines are always needed, is to start modifying the COVID uh, DNA and coming up with new variants. And then the guy that's the, the guy he's on a date with says, well, you know, that doesn't that kind of sound like, um, uh, like what's the thing that Co- uh, Fauci said we don't do gain of function, uh, gain of function. Yeah. yeah that's, he says, well, no, it's, I mean, kind of, but it's not really because it's really just sort of, uh, you know, enhancing a viral mutations through controlled. He basically gave the definition of that and then instead of using uh, the actual word of gain and function and right, but so it kind all of this makes sense if you're a drug company that's trying to get out in front of something and you know right. a virus will mutate you're like well, yeah. hey if we can mutate it faster than it would naturally right. we could be ahead exactly which also is exactly what uh biological weapon laboratories do literally would, yes, same right thing. They're literally run by the same Germans. I mean, sorry, Pfizer people. It's the same concept. And uh, so consequently, all this was recorded. And then the guy was confronted and just lost his shit. He was running around screaming, uh, like smashed an iPad out of uh, the hands of uh, the the main dude at Project Veritas. Uh, I mean, it was just like, holy shit, this, this guy is not dealing very well at all with the inevitable job loss and never having a job in the industry again, because he just spilled the beans that they've been trying to cover up for, well, forever. Well, if you, see, here's the thing I've never, just like Tim Poole, I'm not a big Project Veritas fan. Mm, I am. Because you do realize where we started this episode today was, guess what, Gene? People on the internet and in the real world lie. So you're out and this guy's trying at no matter what project Veritas thing you happen to be talking about subject matter doesn't really change or the subject matter changes. The concept doesn't. And mm-hmm. 
you're out with somebody and they're trying to impress you, this person they're talking well, to. You're, what you're giving is literally the talking points of the guy that got caught. He's like, oh, I was lying. I was just, just trying to impress a date. Right. How are you impressing a date by talking about how your company is doing something illegal? Be- well, how's that impressing? Because you're somebody? not thinking it's illegal. You're like, hey, let me tell you something you don't know. Everybody uh-huh. wants to know something they don't know, which is why they listen to so many podcasts. So could yeah. it, could it be true? Yes, but I also understand where you're going with this kind of stuff. That oh, let me tell you, like it depends how well, also it's, they're it's literally together. what sixty minutes used to do back when we were young, right? But it's like, I don't necessarily believe that everything anybody says is the truth. Now, it's possible to catch somebody. They may tell the truth, but you still have to be able to prove it. But I can also well, understand they're... with editing that there is certain ways to get information. This is how all of, you know, Fang Fang. So, right? so this guy is. This is why so many attractive Russian women probably worked throughout the Cold War on sleeping with Americanos to get the information. Because guys will, how much of that was true? Well, yeah. you know, oh, it's it, all true. If they show an interest, well, then you might give a yeah, bit you, of a you can't story. Trust any woman who's hot enough for you to be interested in, you <laughs> right, cannot trust. Right. You're like, here's a simple factor, guys. If she's way too hot for you, uh-huh. avoid her. Yeah. Well, don't, her don't avoid her. Just keep your damn mouth shut. Right. Don't say anything. Loose lips sink ships. Uh huh. Totally. But I see this is where I don't buy half of this stuff. Like, oh, my God, this has to be true because this idiot said it. No, I don't because I don't have full editing. You don't know how somebody was prompted for something like, hey, they they could have been prompted. But the guy's job is literally in charge of that. So, okay, well, maybe he lied, but, you know, it's still not a good look. I would agree. But this, the Project Veritas stuff gets very tiring. Oh, no, no, I love it. I think it's great. I think it does. And I think you really want to just kind of, you know, understand one, that people lie. You want to understand, you want to get all the data that you can. And that was, you know, there are going to be cases. As I said, our buddy Jeff from No Agenda T died mm-hmm. suddenly, was not vaccinated at all. Now, mm-hmm. we've all heard the stories that, oh, the vaccines are what's doing this. The vaccines are what's totally. doing this. It's like, well, now we have somebody that wasn't vaccinated. You have to start looking more well, at the data to vaccinated. understand. We don't know if he was vaccinated or not. We don't know if anybody was, but according to his family, he was not. Mm-hmm. He and may not have told his family. It's possible. But again, this is everybody lies. So no. don't believe anything is necessarily the truth just like pointing to well yeah. you know once the vaccines came out all of these deaths started it's like well you know what else yep. happened when all these vaccines mm-hmm. came out people mm-hmm. left the house for the first time in like six months yeah so i mean you have to take all of the factors into consideration and that is rarely what people do it may be true i mean that's yeah. when i look at this is like well it seems like it's a it's a Decent possibility. Well, I don't know, man. Scott Adams admitted he was wrong, so that those, that, <laughs> so that some closes the book. That's we're done. There, it, look, the science is in. A cartoonist is says, in. cartoonist says, admitted he was wrong. Science is in. I wish more cartoons would admit that they're wrong, but you know, it is what it is. I'll, I'll take one. Uh, and uh, yeah, the books are closed. It's done. We're we were right. Do not right. question anything. Uh, well, no question everything. What are you talking about doing question? Question absolutely <laughs> everything. I am. And that's what I like yeah. to do, but most yeah. people don't. 
Most people don't. They want to point to one thing and be like, well, it's obviously this. And quite often then you have a blind spot and you miss something. It's the same concept with the hockey stick. I don't don't care what's causing the uh, the deaths. I'm just happy that those of us that are pure bloods don't have to deal with it. (laughs) See, now, if you drop dead during the show, then that would just add to a whole new line. Then you don't know if I was secretly vaccinated. Right. Exactly. That's the mm-hmm. beauty of everything is it's all lies. It's all deception. Yeah, usually. This is why unrelenting is indeed so unrelenting. I mean, th- that is kind of like the crowd that we have in No Agenda Social that listen to us. Oh, yeah. They're that crazy. Are on the stream. Oh, they're nuts. And like, these are people that tend to mistrust. <laughs> and for good like. reason. I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I tend to mistrust things as well. For very good reason. Yeah. But beware of your blind right. spot. That's it. You got to beware of your blind spots, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And I think it's important. This is this is by way why I did the interview with that twenty year old and then the twenty eight yes. year old to see the point of view. You, yeah, you can't be stuck in the same bubble all the time. But it's very you interesting because the twenty year old. I think if you tried to tell him he was wrong about half the stuff that I believe he was wrong about, and you yeah. may. That yeah. they would be like, nope, you're an idiot. You're old. Kind of. I had an hour and a half long conversation with him yesterday. Uh, that was not recorded, not oh. a podcast. Uh, well, how, why would you waste that kind of content? Because uh, now we've been talking every week. And you're like, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this kid out. So I'm not really. I'm just trying to convert him. Is he? Is uh, he eat, does he eat meat? Does he get laid? Yeah. Does he drink? Um, I don't know if he gets laid a whole lot, but he does eat meat. He's kind of a tall, lanky dude. You know, those, those usually don't get a whole lot of. Hey, I did, I did just fine, man. Uh, that's what you claim. So yeah, he's like six, five or six, six or some shit. Tell, um, him, tell him that a heart arrhythmia is probably in his future. Cause he's too tall. Well, yeah, probably I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to give him the good news. Yeah. The doctor's but like, it doesn't really even already, matter if you're, if you're big or not, as far as weight, just like being tall, that's yeah. uh, He's like a lot yeah. of basketball players have arrhythmias. Well, I mean, clearly humans were not intended to be that tall. So I know. it's kind of a genetic defect. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But see, the so taller you are, the smarter you tend to be too. Uh, the, which is completely false. If you actually look at IQs, no, uh, ask Adam Curry. He'll he'll back me up on this one. If you're six <laughs> five or over, you're probably a genius. Uh, well, a creative genius too on, only a non-genius would say that so you know take right. it with a grain of sand there a grain of sand mm-hmm. isn't it a grain of salt well you Either. do you you do you hey well again if you weren't dating much that's what you do uh yeah so well i think he has dated and stuff but i just i don't know that whole generation like dating is a different concept for it's them. a lost but, generation it's it's more like it is totally a lost generation. I told them, I think you guys are fucked. Your whole generation's fucked. And um, and how will their children fare? That is they the won't scary have part. children. That's the well, then we're all screwed. The, well, what do you care? I don't. I'll you be don't, dead. You don't have children. You'll be dead. I'll be dead. Woo! Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> either way. How much? Uh, how much are you spending a month in uh, getting like cryogenic blood reinfused in? I do have a supply of my blood stored. See, uh, that is 
That's true. Is it all <laughs> wrapped up in uh, ponchos now to keep it cool? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great use for the ponchos. Right. Just See, there you go. Wrap it around your blood and um, yeah. I'm coming uh, up and, with a and, whole bunch of new uses for these things. Well, and getting getting stem cell extractions done when you're young so that you have them available when you're old. Yeah. These are all useful things to do. Any new uses of those ponchos, please let us know what you're doing with them. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I would love to, I, Hey, I'd like, I'd love to sell them, but right. beyond that, uh, if, if the people are creative, man, I want to see that shit. Cause that's awesome. Yes. Fill up no agenda, social or YouTube with these videos mm-hmm. and make sure to have the Yukon uh, box in the frame. Yeah, that would be useful. Only um, trust Yukon. And I'm all for a totally tongue in cheek type reviews. Like I, I think those would be hilarious to where you're. You're pointing out the benefits that are clearly not. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. And then at the end of the video, go icon, Yukon. Yeah, nice. That's, you just come up with that? On yes. Your own? Yeah. Wow. I'm just trying to get you these things sold. Well, I appreciate it, man. That's that I, I definitely appreciate because I do need to sell like 3,000 of these. So you can move them and then get your new products up there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's some more ironing out. I think we will use the same company for production. So at least that part of it's done, but uh, there's definitely some more stuff to iron out on, on the design to make it fully workable. And if you go directly to Sir Gene for $33, he will send you an autograph poncho. You know, I hate to say it, but that probably is not far from the actual <laughs> price after shipping. See, because I think shipping one of these for me, is going to be at least 10 bucks. There you go. So, you know, well, you can always get I, I do a, have uh, I do have uh, a box of them sitting here for uh, at home for you know friends and family and stuff. So if somebody truly doesn't want to buy one from Amazon but would like to support, you can probably just PayPal me a donation to the podcast and say here's my address for the poncho and I'll send you one. And uh, but but it, I think I mean I hate to be uh, you know a dick about it, but I think. That is kind of the price point. It's got to be like over 30 bucks. That way you can support Sir Gene Speaks and then Gene can get himself some of those, uh, the uh, envelopes, the bubble envelopes or the boxes were a, uh, from the post office to give you a flat rate. It is probably about still 10 to 12 I bucks. I think flat rates are like six bucks now, aren't they? More. And I don't think this would fit in a flat, right? Well, if I put it in a flat rate envelope, yeah, it would bubble. get squished. Yeah, but it, that's, it's okay. And it's You'd have to too, take it out of the box. It's too thick to put it into the uh, flat rate box. Oh, man. I'll see how this looks. I'll, I'll have them on yeah. Sunday, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's one thing Amazon's awesome at is fast delivery. They will throw that into somebody. They'll have some uh, low page worker driving around on Sunday. Yes. And the last so time I got something poncho. delivered like that, it was just like somebody in an SUV. So it's like, how does this job work? That's literally a contractor guy getting paid like 50 cents of delivery. Uh, they're like going to Uber Eats or something uh-huh. like. Yeah, they're, they're doing Uber Eats at the same exact time as they're doing Amazon delivery for you. Mm, my poncho smells like fries. <laughs> huh, that'd be okay. If it starts smelling like Chinese takeout, maybe not so much. Wow. Little cream of gay young guy. Wow. I was definitely not going there, but holy shit.
I tell you, this show is better than Seinfeld. It is comedy gold. But it, but it's just like Seinfeld, though. 